All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 30th of August. In the top news, External Affairs Minister S. Jay Shankar said on Tuesday that making absurd claims does not make others' territory your own, as he junked China's territorial claims over parts of India and other regions following the release of a new map. The remarks came hours after China officially released its 2023 edition of its standard map, incorporating the disputed areas, including its claims over Arunachal Pradesh, the Aksai Chin, as well as Taiwan and the South China Sea. The Indian Foreign Minister spoke exclusively to NDTV and you'll find all details of that interview on the website bqprime.com. Now moving on, the Cabinet has approved cutting prices of domestic cooking gas cylinders by 200 rupees per cylinder for all consumers as they grapple with rising inflation. From the 30th of August, the price of a 14.2 kg LPG cylinder will be reduced by that amount in all markets across the country, according to Union Minister Anurag Thakur. He called it a Rakhi gift and said that it is expected to benefit 33 crore customers. Now, SoftBank Group's affiliate SVF Growth Singapore will sell a 1.17% stake in Zomato for at least 940 crore rupees. SVF Growth will sell 10 crore shares at a floor price of 94 rupees per share, which represents a 0.7% discount to Tuesday's closing price. And that's according to the terms of the deal that have been seen by BQ Prime. Now, ONGC will invest 2 lakh crore rupees to achieve zero carbon emissions by 2038. That's according to Chairman Arun Kumar Singh. The company will invest 1 lakh crore by 2030 in setting up 10 gigawatts of renewable energy capacity, a green ammonia plant and offshore wind energy projects. Moving to international news, China has vowed to strengthen policy support and speed up government spending as the economy's recovery comes under strain. Finance Minister Liu Kun and Zheng Shanji, the chairman of the National Development and Reform Commission, made the pledges in reports to the country's legislature at the start of the week, according to the official Xinhua News Agency. In other news, Japan may take World Trade Organization action against China, which has banned all Japanese seafood imports in response to Tokyo's release of treated wastewater from the wrecked Fukushima nuclear reactor into the ocean. Japanese Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi said yesterday that the country will take any necessary action at the WTO or other frameworks over China's move. He also confirmed that a brick was hurled at the Japanese embassy in Beijing, adding to reports of harassment faced by Japanese people and businesses in China. And finally, U.S. job openings fell in July by more than expected to a more than two-year low, offering fresh evidence that the labor market is cooling. That's a Bloomberg report. The number of available positions decreased to 8.83 million from 9.17 million in June. That's the sixth decline in as many as seven months. In international markets, U.S. stocks recorded another strong session. The Dow gained 0.8%, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq 
climbed 1.4 and 1.7% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early rises have started the day positive. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. The queues look good. What are you focusing on at the start of trade? Good morning, Alex. Yes, uh, since Asian markets are mirroring Wall Street's rally, you could safely surmise that the queues are looking positive. For our markets, the rainfall is a bit of an issue. Cumulative rainfall since 9% below normal, that's a bit of a bummer. But uh, let's see how it moves ahead today. Uh, Reliance is kind of lying flat. Banks are lying flattish, if you will. But everything is raring for an up move. Uh, And the reasons may be uh, the beliefs that the Fed may be pausing and who knows, money might come back into India. Yesterday was a positive day for uh, FI flows, but that may also have been because of some bulk deals, by the way. Nifty is marginally above its 50-day moving average and with metals, real estate, and if banks do chip in, that you might well have a strong day today as well. And beaten down sectors are starting to see traction selectively, bringing focus on valuations and value buying that is happening. Yeah, yesterday was chemicals, for example. Uh, Everything from Deepak Nitride to Arti Industries to Atul Limited had strong moves on very large volumes, and that is the interesting piece. What about stocks to watch today? Zomato, again, focus. Uh, the large of last of the blocks, I believe, uh, and once this is out of the way, most supply overhangs in Zomato would go. I would suspect that this should be absorbed easily and uh, should therefore mean that the stock could actually move in the session today or tomorrow or near term. Let's wait and watch for that. Jupiter Wagons, the the railway coach stocks have been beaten out of shape the last couple of days because the monthly data wasn't the best. But Jupiter Wagons has an individual announcement that the board is going to meet on September 5th for considering a proposal for raising funds through a QIP route. By the way, it was Jupiter Wagons who had mentioned to us that the monthly data should not be paid so much of importance because a lot of what goes behind the monthly wagon dispatches is dependent on how much railways procures based on working capital at that point of time. And some of it could get postponed on the next month. And therefore, the quarterly average or the half annual average is a more definitive indicator. Be that as it may, the stocks have corrected. Maybe this announcement helps Jupiter Wagons individually. Z might be in focus because SAT is going to hear Pune Goenka's appeal against SEBI's confirmatory order on Wednesday. GR Infra Projects is in focus. Uh, subsidiaries have executed a concession agreement with NHAI for two projects in Karnataka worth 1450 crores. And Ami Organics, which saw a large, largest deal yesterday, a gentleman called Girish Kumar Chovatiya sold 1.7% stake. You know, that stock is under a bit of uh, a selling pressure by virtue of this offloading happening. And from whatever little I understand, uh, this gentleman still has about 5% stake. Um, and maybe the market might believe that some of it might still come into the market. So there might be a bit of a soft uh, moves for this particular stock today as well. So let's wait and watch. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 